Yo, 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 it's the PDI Show. I'm your host of the Clear Mind Fitness Podcast. Let's go. It's Clear Mind Fitness, baby. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome back to the episode of the Clear Mind Fitness Podcast, episode 101. That's 101. That's 101. Season six of the Clear Mind Fitness Podcast, baby. Let's go. It feels so good to be back. I said it feels so good to be back with my people. Again, I got a little bit of um, little MJ in there. <laughs> it feels so good to be back. I am so glad to be back, man. It is an amazing feeling. I've missed you guys so much. It's been eight months, right? It's been eight months since I left podcasting for the year. So that was early in the year, okay? Earlier in the year. I, and that, that's just what I do. You know, I, I take the um, the quick, I say it's, it's an eight-month break. So it's eight months of me. I finished the show in February, and then I go back, and I come back in October. And that's been the formula that I've used for seasons four and season five. And um, it's been just beneficial, you know, because it, it helps me understand what I'm trying to do, when I'm trying to do it, and who I'm doing it for. And uh, one of the things that I am so appreciative is that so many different things have happened in the course of these eight months, right? And uh, today's episode is called the Chicago Marathon, right? The Chicago Marathon. Now, it's more than just, I'm, I'm definitely going to talk about the Chicago Marathon experience what I've been going through with the the training, the leading up that went to the training, um, all things of that nature, like what happened with my body, what's been going on with me, what's been going on with Clear Mind Fitness. There are multiple things that I'm going to talk about tonight that I'm just so happy to put into words because I always have content. I'm always writing content and I'm here for use. I fight for use. <laughs> Anybody that knows Martin, you know, you know, uh, you know, if you know, you know, right? If you know, you know. So today's episode is called the Chicago Marathon. And first and foremost, I want to uh, think about where I've come from real quick, right? And even with the start of this podcast, I got to give shout outs to John. That's John Hill. Okay. That's my boy. He's the reason why I even got behind the mic in the first place when it comes to podcasting. John was somebody who made me feel comfortable with my decision and actually doing it. And uh, as you know, and those who don't, John was a co-host of the Clear My Fitness podcast for seasons one through three. And uh, after season three, you know, things just, you know, life was lifing. Okay. So we just decided that it was going to be me to do the show. And I took over for season four, season five, and now here I am for season six. But I, I just want to give that out to John because, man, without him, I wouldn't have started this podcast. Without his grandmother, we wouldn't have had a place to do the podcast every week. And then when we took it from his grandmother's house and brought it to his and his wife's house, I got to thank Train because she let us come do a show in her house. You know, when she had to conduct business meetings and things of that nature, she was cool enough to be like, nah, go ahead, you know, just, just kind of keep it down when I when I need to and things of that nature. So shout out to Train. Shout out to John, shout out to his grandmother, you know, because you guys held it down for us, you know, while we were trying to 
uh, put forth messaging, put forth a goal to get out to the world. And I'm very appreciative of that because with John's help, I, we started the podcast in his grandmother's basement where we went from zero to 35 countries. And after that, I took the helm and and I can proudly say that this podcast is now streaming in 60 countries and it, it registered to 100 episodes. And that's with the five seasons and then being in uh, all of the states. So 46 states. So I'm just happy to see where the show has gone, where it's come from and where it's going to go. So, um, John, thank you so much, man. Like, like I said before, this podcast wouldn't have started without your initial push. So now getting to where clear my fitness is headed, where I'm going, uh, things that I've, you know, I'm always writing content. And when I thought about today's episode, right, it hit me and was like, you know what? Break down what you have to do and what what did you do, rather, to get yourself prepared to run a race consisting of 26.2 miles, right? And when I thought about that, I was like, man, because I, I ran a marathon in 2020 uh, for my birthday. And with the help of my friend, Michael Tamaka, you know, shout out to him, man, because without him, uh, I don't know where I would have been running wise. You got to give your people their flowers now, right? Because without him, I don't know what I would have been, where I've been running wise, because he helped me understand what it took to go to the next level. He helped me understand what it took to make my body more comfortable with what the rigorous training that was getting, I was getting ready to endure. Um, I contacted Mike in 2020 uh, in April. You know, I made up in my mind, it was April 23rd. And I said, you know what? I want to run a marathon. Now, granted, I was, you know, running 5Ks and stuff of, you know, things like that. And I wasn't really doing any long distance running. So I know it, it was like a far-fetched thing, but I always say that, you know, if you believe in yourself, you can do things that you never thought that you could do. So when I said that I was going to do it, I put out in my mind that I was going to do it, right? I know it sounds crazy to a lot of people when I said it, because how do you think you can run 26 miles when the most that you've ran is 3.1? You know, you haven't put in that work. That's kind of like life. You know, how you want to be a millionaire when you haven't even mastered being a thousand at first, right? So just take that concept into where I'm saying and where I'm going with the messaging because it all comes together. So I understood that in order to get to where I wanted to go, I had to do some things that I never did before. And when I started to realize that, I was like, man, you know what? This is a good thing. And I'm finding out things that I've never knew about myself. So I incorporated biking as well. So when I reached out to Mike on April 23rd of 2020, I said, hey, I want to run a marathon, man. I know it may sound crazy, but I want to run it for my birthday. And he said, well, you know what, Patrick? Start coming with me in these, you know, in the morning time. I run at 5, 5 a.m., 4 a.m. I'm sorry, Mike, 4 a.m. with it. He's the reason why I was getting up at that time as well. So we would get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. We would run 5 miles, then we would run 10 miles. And then he gave me a regimen. It was a short-term regimen, but it was four weeks of rigorous training where I had to learn how to run long distances. Now, now that I look back, hindsight is always twenty twenty because I would have been like, wait a minute. You know, you're giving me all these training sessions and what I got to do, but he had to put everything down and just, like, Make it smaller. <laughs> he had to, he had to just put it all in one big group, and I had to understand that if I wanted to do this, I had to do things that I never did before. So getting up at four o'clock in the morning, running out in the cold, it would be cold in the morning time, but then it would get hot. So we started doing those things, and then the day of the marathon, you know, I'm I'm anxious, I'm nervous, I'm just so going through so many different emotions. Uh, this is 2020, 
And Mike's like, I'm going to run this race with you. And I thought that was an incredible thing as well, because for him to run a race with me, and this wasn't his birthday, it wasn't his marathon, he could have been like, I don't want to put my body through this rigorous source, you know, uh, source of training. So he's like, no, I'm going to run it with you. So I ran the race in 2020. Uh, I ended up coming in at five hours and 40 minutes. Now, granted, that is, that's, a, that's a nice long time, but I knew that I wanted to finish this race. It's like how you know there are things that you want to finish in your life, but you just, you're scared to do it, but you also, you only get mad at the things you never finish. Most people normally get mad at the things they don't finish. Ask them, we know I said it before, I said it again. Ask someone something about anything that they wanted to complete, they wanted to accomplish. It may be school. It may be going for another job, a different position. But when you don't go for those things, when someone brings it up, it sparks that, that instinct in you to, you know, be defensive, you know, and that defense mechanism comes in and then you get into a rut and now you stop practicing at your craft and the craft that you were once good at, you're starting to lose your ability in it because you are defensive and you won't hold yourself accountable into the things that you wanted to do. So I knew that going into this, I needed to build myself up. I needed to get to where I needed to go mentally because to go that long distance, you have to tell yourself some things on the regular as these things are happening. Running a marathon is not easy whatsoever. So when you know that you have to put yourself into a place that you've never been, you really need to hone in on who you are and what you want to do and how you want to go about it because your brain believes everything that you say. Okay, that's why you have to be very mindful of the words you use. You know, I always say words are spells. I'm bringing it back in season six, baby. What you thought this was? <laughs> what you thought this was? Cause like this is what I this this is the thing though. But you don't want to forget those things. These are vital. Inf- this is vital information that you need and need to possess to go to the next level. You know, so when you think about going, you know, to that next level and you're running, you're running, you're going. Like I said, it took me five hours and forty minutes to do it. Right, so. With that being said, when I came to this marathon this year, I hadn't run, I haven't run over, I haven't ran over 13.1 miles in two years. But I also realized that I was like, hey, I've been running longer distances. I've been getting myself prepared for this moment. I know that I can do that. So just to backtrack a little bit for every birthday that I, I have moving forward, as far as when I started it in 2020 with the Clear Mind Marathon, I want to do something outrageous for each and every birthday that I have. Now, uh, in 2020, it was the marathon. In 2021, I went to Atlanta. Uh, I biked 100 miles in, on my birthday. Uh, it was May 23rd of 2021. Uh, May of this year, 2022, I decided to run 100 miles in, in 23 days. I end up doing it in 19 days. So I end up finishing four days early. And now next year, I'm God willing, I, I'm planning on doing the half marathon. I mean, not a half marathon, the half Ironman. So it'll be 1.2 miles, 56.3 miles on the bike. And then I have to do a half marathon running. So I know that I want to get to that point. I want to get to where I'm constantly improving on myself because once I improve, myself I can improve the ones around me and then it becomes a domino effect of positivity so going into this this season I said man there are many things that you know I want to touch upon but I can't necessarily say because you know I went through a rut at the end of 2020 at the end of 2020 going into 21 you know there were things in contract mis mis uh, misunderstandings and things of that nature that I could have really beat myself up on because I felt like I didn't take advantage of the opportunities that were laid out to me so with that being said don't 
beat yourself up even when the opportunity may come because you never want to rush into a, a deal or a process will always be there for you. You just have to believe in it. You have to trust in it. You have to watch the ones, watch the ones around you, but watch the words that you say even while you're going through the process. Because if you start saying certain things to yourself, you'll start to believe it, good or bad. I always say words are spells. When you speak, you spell out. So when I know that I have what it takes to go to the next level, then I possess those words and I take them and I hold them to my to my sanity. And, you know, I use that as a mechanism to to move forward. So this year, uh, you know, back in January, uh, no, I did the Shamrock Shuffle in March. I did the half marathon in June. I did an Under Armour race in July, and then I did the ha- uh, the full marathon, the Chicago Marathon in twenty uh, October 9th, twenty twenty two, and. This time it was a little bit different. And I, I shout out to Gumbo Fit. Shout out to Ed, Ed Lounge. Shout out to the Peace Runners. Shout out to Seven on Sundays because you guys are all amazing. And I just have to give you you all's flowers while you're here because Gumbo Fit definitely put me into a better understanding of how to treat my body, how to recover from the the rigorous training that I did with my body and understanding what it takes to go to the next level with the training, with running. There's more to just running than running. And with the the, the yoga, the meditation, uh, just the overall training of just knowing oneself, it definitely helped me crush my time by almost two hours this next this uh this past marathon. So to go from five hours and forty minutes to three hours and forty nine minutes, that was an incredible thing to me. And I was just like, I was so happy. I was so appreciative of the ones around me because they all everyone plays a role into my life. And once I realized that. I could really do this thing. That's when I turned the jets on, man, and I just felt like I was in such a groove. But the Chicago Marathon is a marathon that the experience with this helped me out so much in just overall life. You got over 45,000 people that come out to run in October in Chicago, right? And you got hundreds of thousands of people who are cheering you on, right? These are people who don't even know you, okay? So, like, just think about that for a second. Right. Just think about that for a second. There are people out there. They don't know who I am, but they want to give me high fives. They want to give you oranges, bananas. They're giving you drinks. You know, they're trying to replenish you. They're trying to help you. There are people along the way that you don't know that are trying to help you. That's what it ties in together because they didn't know me from Adam. Right. Those people, they they saw that I was going towards a goal that most don't achieve. So there's something in your life that you're getting ready to do or you want to do, but you think that it's impossible because you just haven't seen it up close. But you have in a way because you you know what it feels like to want it. You just need to know what it feels like to do it and remain consistently consistent. These people don't know you, by the way. You got hundreds of thousands of people who are cheering you on and those cheers work so well that it, it psyched me out that I was like, you know what? I'm going to finish this race. Because not only am I doing it for myself, but I'm doing it for the ones who are counting on me. I'm doing it for the ones that love me, that pour into me. And when I pour into them, they reciprocate it back. So, you know, it, it feels good to be in that, that, that realm. And just when you, I went downtown and uh, to do packet pickup. 
And me and my like Kara, like like she just is an amazing person. That's my mad genius friend. She just like helped me understand that there are many different things that I'm going to accomplish, but I gotta remain consistently consistent in my endeavors. That's the only way that I can show and prove to other people that this is what it looks like. Hindsight is always 2020, but when you got an example right in front of you, you should take it for what it's worth. Okay, and utilize it to to the best of your ability, because a lot of times, you know, every point, every relationship in this point in my life is reciprocal. Okay, I, I pour into you, pour into me, and, and we we do it, and it's just something that we have collectively. So I remember that morning, I woke up, I'm like, man, I, I'm nervous. Um, you know, you get all these these feelings of anxiety and pressure and you're putting all these self-inflicted things on you just like you're doing to yourself in everyday life. It's just that I was getting ready for a race to endure. I was getting ready for 26.2 miles to actually have to finish that because that was a goal that I set in place that I wanted to accomplish. And I knew that once I accomplished it, I can do many other things that I set my mind to because I believe in myself. I love myself. And once you start doing that, other things just they they come to you. You become that gravitational pull just comes to you because all of those things come to you in orderly fashion. So I remember that morning I got up and I'm, I'm at the starting line. I'm talking to Mike, Mike Tamaka, and um, we're just saying, you know, just positive affirmations. And you're seeing people around you and it, it feels good to know people who, who see me run and see me uh, out and about, they know me because of my hair now because I've grown my hair out, you know, and they, they were like, oh, that's that's the guy, you know, he's a fast guy, man, this guy, and this, and this. it's just an amazing feeling. So I remember I went all the way from mile one to mile 20. I was floating, man. I'm talking about I'm just going. I'm Everything's feeling good. My cadence is feeling great. Everything is just feeling amazing. And at mile 20, I caught the nastiest crap. And for those who don't know, um, I had permanent nerve damage in my left leg. You know, I was shot in July 20 of 2008 and I have uh, nerve damage in my left leg. So my body was saying like, hey, man, I don't know exactly what you're doing, but you're working me out a little bit too much. And I'm going to stop you from hurting yourself. So I'm going to freeze you up a little bit and give you a little cramp sensation right now. So when I got to mile 20, I was cramped up, you know, and I'm, I'm looking over to my right, I'm looking over to my left, and I'm just seeing people just cheering me on and saying, no, you can do it. And then I get to mile 23, I, I catch a cramp in both of my legs. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm like, this is just bad. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I want to stop, but I have 3.1 miles to go. And I told you, I always started off with doing a 5K, so in my mind, I'm like, man, you got to just knock this out. You got to make it happen. And when I get to mile 23, Gumbo Fit is there. It's one big celebration. Last lap is there. Shout out to y'all, too. And Ian, all you guys, Courtney, Candice, Mike, all you guys, like you, like Jamie, Kara, like it's just all, all you guys are just amazing and i just i love and appreciate you all because it, it just helped me go to another level jared cindy you know is i'm i'm just naming names so if i just start spouting out names uh just know that i'm just on cloud 100 because it's still an uh, amazing feeling to accomplish running a marathon man that is nothing easy that's not an easy task Right. It is not an easy task, but it's well worth it. And when you go through these things like, you know, I can make it. I can do these things. And just with this podcast, I was voted number three dad again like because of you guys. Like I, I'm here because of y'all and life is getting better because I'm believing in myself and doing these things that most people say is crazy. You know, like, like who who makes up a marathon for their birthday and actually does it me. 
Who gets up and say, I'm going to go ride 100 miles in Atlanta on your bike, you know, in a day? Me. So I know it, it, it may sound crazy to you, but it sounds perfectly fine to me. So a lot of your ideas, a lot of your ideals that you have, it may sound crazy to other people, but they don't have the vision that you have. They didn't see it coming in the first place. So the only thing is, is that you can just try to be relatable. You don't have to try to make it make sense, but just be relatable. You'll go much further being relatable than trying to be right and trying to make someone else wrong. So that's the perfect balance to me in everyday life. I just want to be relatable. I don't have to be right. I don't have to be wrong. We can just come to an understanding that I relate to you. You relate to me. It may not be in every aspect of our lives, but that's life. Life be life. And right. So, I mean, there's no good and bad with that with me. It's just right there in the middle and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm perfectly fine with that, right? And I got to say this, man. Life is what you make it, but you have to be consistent. Life is what you make it, but you have to be consistent. Be consistently consistent no matter what it is that you do. Like when I say I get up and I'm riding my my bike for 15, 20, 40, 60, 80 miles, I'm doing 100 miles. Like when I got up on Juneteenth and I did that, it's because I know I can do it. So, when you know that you have a goal in place, keep going, keep doing it, right? It's so many different things that we hold ourselves back from because we give so much power to other people's opinions. And I love accountability partners because it makes life much easier. When you have an accountability partner, you're not going into trying to hear it your side. And I think that's what a lot is wrong with society is that if someone doesn't agree with you, they feel as if, all all bets are off. You know, it's like no one understands if we're not all agreement, but that's not how life works, at least not in my realm. But I'm a realist and an optimist at the same time. I know people may say that doesn't make sense, but I can be real with you and still be optimistic in the same breath. <laughs> Man, I'm so glad to be back. You just don't even realize how 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 good this feels to be back behind this mic. And I'm just happy to to show you all what's getting ready to come for this season. There's so many different things that I can just go on and go on about, but that's what the rest of the season is for. You know, we got 19 more episodes to, to go. And, and that's the thing. If you want to start a show, you want to start a podcast, just, just do it. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of this. This is what I help other people with for just starting off. These are just a few tidbits. You can legit just go on your phone, go to your voice memos and start talking, go to a room, go to a closet Start talking, start understanding. Some people don't like the way their voice sounds when it's heard back to them. So I help people understand that when you get into the realm of saying, hey, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to make this work. Go into a room with your voice phone, your voice phone, your voice memos. Go use your iPhone, your Android, (laughs) if you have one. (laughs) And then go to your voice memos. And then you just start recording yourself. You know, and start getting the 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 gist of going back and forth or not even just repeating yourself, but just start saying things that you have knowledge in. You feel comfortable that way. So I'm gonna leave you with that. Start you start your podcast, just go into a room, get your get your your headphones in so you can hear your voice back, get onto a topic that you have knowledge in, and once you start talking about stuff you already know, it gets easier, doesn't it? <laughs> it gets much easier. So Know that I love you, man. This is episode 101. You know, statistics show that most episodes, most podcast episodes don't make it past episode seven. So this is already 101, right? This is 101. It's more to come. Um, 
I'm going to be doing more running, more droning, more all of that because I want to show you. I'd, I'd rather show you that way you can see exactly what I'm doing. You know, just like even with the food, people ask me all the time, like, like Pat, man, like, like where you get your food from? So even today, right when I started the episode, I went to Can't Believe It's Not Meat. Uh, I got the hold up, wait a minute, chili, uh, not chili, but the hold up, wait a minute, Philly cheesesteak. And it was amazing. I'm going to get the, and I want to try different, you know, different things on that menu because I get so caught up. Like, I think I've only tried like the, the pizza puff, the chili steak, the burger, they got uh, oh, and I did get the chicken. So I, you know, I did. Try, man, I did try out a few things, but I will be getting other vegan restaurants. Uh, I'll be eating them and trying them out right before the show starts. So, um, and one song I said I'm gonna do songs that I'm listening to for the week. So it's Rex. One in a, his song is called One in a Million. It's Rex Orange County. It's called One in a Million. Download that song. It's a good vibe song. It's a song that I listen to pretty much daily. Um, but that's my song of the week that I've been listening to now, and I'm gonna probably listen to it tonight while I'm editing for the show, getting ready to put the show up on all of the sites that it has to go on. So, on that note, know that I love you, and until next week, you already know it's Clear Mind Fitness, baby. <laughs> Let's go.